of Nerd Files Podcast, episode three. I'm Dan. I'm Tom. And today we're talking about Game of Thrones, probably at the end of it, but let's get the uh, other nerd stuff out of the way. You said you saw X-Men Apocalypse last night? Yes, I did. How was that? Um, well, I saw a lot of reviews that put it toward the bottom before I went. So my expectations were lowered somewhat, but I enjoyed it. So I was like, I don't know. I uh, I watched Dan Merle's review uh, from Screen Junkies. Yeah, I did and, too. And I agreed with his point that they didn't really bring a ton of new stuff to the table. Like a lot of it was stealing from the other X-Men movies. Um, but, I mean... It was still fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought they did a pretty good job. Um, he also compared Apocalypse to Ultron from Age of Ultron. I thought he was a better version of Ultron. So this is better. Uh, it's better than uh, Age of Ultron. I would say so. Uh, not better than Civil War, though. Civil War was way better. Um, that might have hurt it too. Good. Following Civil War. Yeah, I think that's probably what the in the same is. month or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Civil War did it better. Like uh, they balanced the characters a lot better than um, than Apocalypse did. But they had Evan Peters back, and that was awesome. As uh, Quicksilver, um, which is way better than the Age of Ultron version. Yeah, he, of he stole the show in the last. Uh, what's it? What the yeah, last X Men? Yeah. Uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, and he he has a very cool sequence in this. Um, I haven't read the comics, so I know some people were like, oh, like they didn't do this or this with this character or whatever, and I, I didn't have that because I, I haven't read them. <laughs> so I was like, all right, they did this fine. Um, some of the new characters, they didn't handle that well. I could see why people would be upset because I didn't really know anything about them. Uh, like basically all of the other the three of the four horsemen, I was like, I don't know why you're doing this. Like Psylocke? <laughs> yeah, Psylocke, Storm, and them, I didn't really understand why they were following Apocalypse, but Magneto, they did a pretty good job of explaining. Uh, so I was like, you know, whatever. And then the, the new characters that they introduced in um, Xavier's side. Jean Grey? Pretty cool fun. Yeah, yeah. Sophie Turner did a good job as Jean Grey. I actually liked this version of Cyclops. I, I didn't like... Uh, he he just kind of came off as an asshole in the uh, original three. Like, I I mean, I understand that they put him in there as a, like, you know, foil to Love Wolverine. Triangle. Yeah. But now that Wolverine is out of the way, like, and he's not really, like, a part of the whole thing, like, and it was more just the two of them, I felt like I liked Cyclops a lot more. Um, I really liked Nightcrawler in here. He was cool. He was great uh, in X2. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. X2 was probably better than X2, but I mean, it was, it was well done. I, I liked his character. You, you liked it better? You liked the Apocalypse better than X2? Oh, no, 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 no. X2 was better. Oh, okay. I was saying that, uh, Nightcrawler was probably better in X2, but they still did a really good job with him. Um, Oscar Isaacs, I thought, did a pretty good job. I mean, there's a ton to the character, so you can't really... But, like, from the reviews, I thought he was going to be really bad. So I was like, well, he's doing what he can, and it, it's fine. Like, I Everything they built will fall! Yeah, he's a better villain than, like, 90% of Marvel's villains. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. so I was like, alright, that's cool, like, I mean, he's the better version of Ultron, and maybe somebody else, um, how was Wolverine's I cameo? I really wish they had left it for the movie, because he's not in it much at all, like, uh, the scene they show for Wolverine the trailer, 3? Or what are, you uh, what are you talking about? For the end of the movie? No, they, they show, uh, they only have one scene in this one in of Wolverine, and they show part of it in the trailer. 
Oh, you mean you would have left it out of the trailer? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wish they hadn't shown it because then it would have been kind of a fun surprise. Uh, but instead, it was like, okay, like that's finally happened that I knew was coming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but it, it is relatively late in the movie too. So oh, okay. Um, it's not like they get it out of the way right away. Uh, one thing that I was sitting thinking in the theater, uh, so Days of Future Past ends with them taking Wolverine onto the boat, and then, like, Stryker turns to the camera and his eyes flash, and it's like, it's Mystique. But then they never address that in this movie. Well, because it's after this movie. This is the well, 80s. No. Well, yeah, but that happened in the 70s. The boat? That that was the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That happened in the past timeline. I don't know. Their their timeline's all messed up. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but I mean, if you watch like the original trilogy and then the new trilogy, they link up like movie to movie. Like maybe the two trilogies don't really fit together as well as they could, but they do kind of. Uh, I think they work pretty well on their own. Uh, I don't know. But that just was... I, I was just annoyed by that, because I was like... That's so weird, because then Stryker has Wolverine, like, as they kind of showed. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, like... It would have made more sense if it wasn't Mystique as Stryker at the end of Days of Future Past. I don't know why they included that, if they're never going to use it. The Stryker in the movie? In Apocalypse? Yes, he is. So, I don't know. Uh, I have to see it, because I'm kind of lost now. So. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk more about it when you've seen it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it was it was good. Uh, I think... Where is it ranking this, the whole uh, X-Men series? I would put it above the Wolverine. Um, and below First Class. Oh, I didn't like First Class, so I don't know if I like this one. First Class, I didn't like it when I first saw it. Like, I was okay with it, but I wasn't cool with it. But it's grown on me. So, Apocalypse may grow on me. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I have to see it some more. Um, was, there a yeah. de- was there a Deadpool? What? Was there Deadpool in this at all? No. <laughs> I don't no, it was it was very it was serious for the most part. I don't know if he would have like fit in in this one anyway. Um That would have been great if he had a cutscene though at the end credits. It would've it would have been. Um I think that was another thing that people like why they probably wouldn't like it as much is Deadpool is kind of lighthearted and this one is not so much. I mean it has some lighthearted scenes, but mostly not. Most I don't know, man. Things. Deadpool's pretty fucking dark. I mean, gory. Well, yeah, and, and well, yeah, yeah. I know that, but I'm saying like he makes, fun of, he makes fun of everything. Yeah, you know, like he deconstructs the genre. He breaks the fourth wall. Talks to everybody. He's always making jokes. The, there's some jokes in here, uh, and a lot of the levity is Quicksilver, but they don't have as much as I think some people kind of wanted. Um, I don't know, I think the, the first uh, probably hour and a half is, is better than the second half. Um, some of it was, like, a little disappointing at the end, but I liked it overall. Was it busy? was it full house? Was it sold out? Yeah, it pretty much was. Oh, wow. <laughs> 3D? No, God, no. <laughs> Never. I was just curious. <laughs> If they have anything other than 3D, that's usually what I choose. Did they show Rogue One trailer? I don't know. We got in there late. Oh. So we got in there in the middle of the Suicide Squad trailer, and they showed, like, uh, Independence Day, and then it uh, then it started. Independence Day Resurgence came on TV yesterday on the, an advertisement. Yeah. My mom, I watched her the whole time because she was looking at her iPad when it started. Then she looked up, and then she looked down, and then she looked up again. She's like, what the hell? She's like, they made us. I was like, yeah, that's happening. They made another one. Is 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 Will Smith in it? I was like, no, he died in a piloting accident. It's such bullshit for that character. He's the only character that they couldn't get back. Will Smith, and he punched an alien. 
Yeah. How there's no way that character dies in a flight accident or whatever. whatever well, they, but he didn't want to come back. So I know, I know, so but I'm just saying it doesn't make sense for the character. I know, but I mean that's that's Will Smith's fault. That's not theirs. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's doing like, Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'd rather he do Suicide Squad. Honestly. But I just thought it was funny that she's like, what? <laughs> but they're bringing back people who are dead, who died in the first. Yeah, place. I don't know why that doctor is still group. alive. What the hell yeah, is up like, with that? I have like, no idea. And he looks like he's fine. Yeah, he has a bandage on his neck. <laughs> like that should have been there at the end of the first movie. Then, if you're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If you watch like Scream One, like they were originally gonna kill uh, uh, David Arquette's character. But then they filmed, like, one scene of him, like, briefly still alive so that they could bring him back for the sequel. So, like, something like that. Like, you know, yeah. even if it's just a, uh, like, I don't know if post-credits, post-credits thing, scene wasn't a thing then, but, you know, that sort of thing, like, additional material. I mean, it's a three-hour fucking movie, so. <laughs> I yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to see Independence Day, but I don't know if it's going to be any good. Yeah, I'm going to do as well, but, I mean, it could go either way. It really could. Because Roland Emmerich is, is not a particularly good director either. Like, he has a lot of misses. White House Down. Yeah. <laughs> Independence Day was one of his best ones. Yeah. I like Independence Day and The Patriot. I can't think of any other ones that he did. Patriot was alright. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, Braveheart is better, but The Patriot, I think, is still pretty good. Mel Gibson's just a better director than Roland. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has movies that aren't, like, are just in, like, other languages, and you're like, how do you direct someone in a language you don't understand? I don't know how you do that, but he somehow does. Got away with it. Yeah. I think people would call it racist now. I don't know. I don't know. What do you <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I like Apocalypse Dog. I, I do, like too. Action. I think it's a good story. I, yeah. It's a good action movie. I want to rewatch Apocalypse Dog. I've only seen it once. Um, What was the other fucking thing I was going to talk about? I just had it in my head before you said Independence Day. <laughs> um, what, was the mov- what movie did you talk about before that? I don't even remember. Man. Bad memory, sorry. Nah, me too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they'll come back. I, uh... I still haven't gone to pick up Shia LaBeouf. Is he in the area? No. He's in Nebraska. Where's... Oh, he's in Nebraska? <laughs> it's kind of Last time I checked, I don't know. It's been a few days. <laughs> So, uh, just for people listening out there who don't know, uh, Shia LaBeouf is doing a Take Me Anywhere uh, thing where he's basically hitchhiking and people just drop him off wherever. Yeah, he's tweeting his coordinates and you can go try to pick him up. First one there gets him, I guess. (laughs) It would be kind of hilarious, but, like, also bad if, like, this is how Shia LaBeouf died. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, somebody shows up wanting to kill him. Yeah, I mean, I, I hated Eagle Eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be for Indiana Jones four <laughs> or Transformers sequels or something. I don't. Or Indiana Jones four makes sense. Yeah, they're making a fifth Transformers now, aren't they? And yes, he's not a part of it though. No, it's, is it still Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I believe so. All right. That's so weird. I don't know. I stopped watching after the second one, so... The Rock is doing a comic movie... What was it? It was something... I forgot it was called Doc something. I don't know. Doc? Yeah, I'll look it up real quick. The Rock. He's doing everything. Well, yeah, he's The Rock. Fast 8. He's got his own alarm clock. He did that fucking uh, Tooth Fairy. It's the same black movie, though. Doc Savage. Oh. Well, that might be okay, then. Yeah. Because uh, I really like The Nice Guys. Yeah. Doc- Shane Black's pretty good. Yeah. I like The Nice Guys better than Apocalypse, I think. But. I think you should watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. I heard that's, like, his best one. 
That's really good. I like Lethal Weapon too. Uh, oh yeah, true. He wrote that one, but but uh, he didn't direct that one. No, that was, uh, yeah. Uh, John McTiernan, or am I completely wrong? I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I, don't know. I think I don't he know. might have done Predator. But Shane Black, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, that kind of that's Robert Downey Jr. before Iron Man, like a year before. So it's like, oh okay, it's great. Oh and wow, like, that's all right. That's and, cool. And uh, Val Kilmer's in it. He's really, he's really funny in it. Um, yeah, it's it's got a Christmas theme, of course, but it's 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 well yeah. done. When I search Lethal Weapon, the first thing that comes up is the new stupid TV TV series. series. That's horrible. <laughs> Training Day with Bill Paxton, and it looks so bad yeah. too. Richard Donner. That's Richard Donner, yes, director. he's a okay. he's a good director. Yeah. John McTiernan did other movies from that era, like Predator, I believe. Shane Black, I heard he's doing another Donner. Predator. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, I believe they said it was going to be R-rated and it's going to have a lot more money. It's going to uh, be after movie. the first one. Oh, the so original. they're just ignoring uh, yeah. 2 and yeah. Predator? And I heard Arnold might be back in some, oh, wow. some, some kind of role. I don't know, though. Because he hasn't been back to that, um, which is weird because he's been back to, like, every other franchise. <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, yeah, which, oh, God, like, Terminator. I saw, you, I saw you with elephants on Instagram. Like Arnold was looking at elephants. He's in the safari right now. Look at these, if I had these, daddy. <laughs> daddy, daddy. That's so random. Yeah. And then he well, had a picture of, of him and a camel, and he was, like, throwing up some, looked like poop, honestly. <laughs> But he, the caption said, "The camel is stealing my protein," or something. <laughs> All right, that actually—I thought it was hilarious. Surprised me, but it does. It's super <laughs> hilarious. So that's what he's doing with his Terminator Genesis check. Um, yeah, he's in Africa. <laughs> I just want to say because we watched that before we started this podcast. That is like the worst movie ever. I can't even believe they made that. And I can't even believe they got... Uh, Amelia Clark. <laughs> they got, well, yeah, Amelia Clark and then James Cameron to fucking say it was good when it was... Oof. I would rather watch either of the other two sequels that are not good than that one. Talk about a weird timeline, Terminator series. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Tons of CGI. The plot made no sense. And then there was the, like, Child computer. Thing. The fir- the original looks more real than the newest one. Yeah, yeah. The first two were fantastic. Practical effects. Uh, Especially the second one. The second one is a classic, definitely one of the best yeah. sequels ever. But yeah. Empire, up there with Empire. Um, Aliens. Did you see the Millie Clark who wants to be a uh, Jane Bond? With oh. uh, DiCaprio as her leading man. That I also be- saw. Uh, X-Files chick, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jillian Jane Anderson. Anderson. She wants to be Jane Bond as well. So is it going, so now I heard that there's, they're talking about, uh, Idris Elba and, uh, Loki. Tom yeah. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston's uh, a favorite, actually, I heard. Yeah. So is it going to be two separate things, or is it like, we're going to do I Jane think, Bond? I, I think the, the, <laughs> you say gay Bond? Jane, no. Oh, Bond. Jane Bond. <laughs> Like oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I would imagine they have to do two franchises, but I think they need to gay James Bond. They kind of did a little bit in Skyfall. Yeah, that's true. But Javier Bardem kind of like uh, and he, gro- he groped him. He's tied down. Yeah. <laughs> Even in uh, Casino Royale, he was naked, getting his balls. I don't know. Yeah, that was, just, that was kind of racy for Bond. That was. But yeah. uh, in the book, it was a uh, shillelagh. Would- which is like a uh, a spiked cane, uh, so oh, yeah, that would sound ball horrible. busting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would imagine that Jane Bond, if they do it, I think it's just they're just talking about it, just the, yeah. the actresses and stuff, or or the media is asking questions about it. But I think it's got to be like a separate thing. Yeah, I was. When I heard it, I was like, that's cool, but also I had the idea of having basically a female James Bond character in the 40s uh, for one of the things I was writing, so I was like, damn, like, if they damn. do that, I don't know if I can still do that damn again. Damn it, if only Judy Dench was younger. <laughs> and still alive in the franchise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I really wish like I, I wish they had ended with Skyfall though instead of Spectre. Like oh my god, I, with with Craig. Uh, yeah. Spectre was terrible. That opening sequence is great, but the rest of the movie is uh, it's boring and yeah. Not even <laughs> mediocre, honestly, it's pretty bad. No, no, it's, it's just super boring. Like the plot is really predictable. I actually came up with a better twist sitting in the movie than the one they did, so that's pretty sad. They didn't use Christoph Waltz. No, no, they really didn't. Which I mean, may- and two-time Academy Award winner. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Well, he needs to go back to Tarantino because he's got Tarzan coming up. Yeah. He should have been um, Tim Roth's character in Hateful Eight. I know. Look just like him. Better. Yeah. I mean, I like Tim Roth. I think he's a pretty good actor, but he he was doing a weird sort of accent. <laughs> which he, he does drop, like, later. He was doing he, a Christoph Waltz impression. Yeah, yeah. I felt like. And I mean... Uh, it seemed like he was playing a character who was playing a character. Like, they, they reveal that toward the end. Like, so I guess it kind of made sense because he, he drops it a little bit. Like, it's nowhere near as, like, cartoony. But it was still, like, okay, this is really weird. Like, no one else is, like... Because several of them are pretending, and none of them are doing crazy cartoony accents. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, just quick before I forget... Uh, Benji asked for a shout-out uh, last week. Or, we we uh, kind of gave episode. him one. Yeah, we kind of did, but I, I forgot Indirectly. to like, say, like, you know, uh, shout-out to Benji Perez-Gonzalez. Mr. Bike uh, Man. Yes. In Minnesota. I'm not sure what the company is. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. Maybe we could have him on and he can just talk about it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? We have a <laughs> three-way Skype. Three-way <laughs> When I heard yeah. you do conference calls on here. There's gotta be a way. Yeah. But the uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Episode, was episode little, six, right? Yeah, Blood of My Blood. It's a little, little, uh, little uh, different than the last couple. Yeah, it was a little slower. Um, very. I don't think anybody died except um, my dad said that Daenerys' horse must have died. Um, cause the dragon ate it. Um, <laughs> it was definitely a character building episode. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it was cool. I think they needed some time for that. Um, what's, so what's, did, uh, what's going on with, uh, Arya? Oh, well, she decided not to kill. Uh, yeah, the, so she's. Cersei. She went so they're to gonna a, try and kill her. She they're got, she got her him. sword for protection. Yeah, I don't know where she is in that last shot because they show her like uh, lighting a candle and sitting with the sword in the dark. Um, I don't know where that is, but I'm assuming that the waif is gonna try and kill her, and they'll have the like parkour chase scene that they showed in the uh, the trailers. Yeah, I'm guessing that'll be next episode because it's titled No One, and I'm assuming like I don't they might connect it to the other plot lines, but that one is the one that like that's the plot line where that one connects most obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I I honestly, so she quit. She quit that shit. She's like, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. what, that's what I thought. Yeah, because they said in. Uh, the episode where they gave her the task was either her face is going to be added to the wall or yours is. So oh. it was like, this is your last chance. If you don't kill her, we're going to kill you. So she didn't kill her. She actively stopped it and then told everybody uh, who was trying to kill her. And so now they're going to come after her. And she clearly knows it because she's getting ready wherever she is. Um, yeah. I did think she was going to leave the House of Black and White before the end of the season. Like, I thought that she would be making her way to Westeros by the end. Uh, But they did it much earlier than I expected. Um, I honestly thought her plot wouldn't go that... go (laughs) much uh, this season either. Um, But, yeah, they might might just kind of, like, cover it next episode and then not do much for the rest of the season and then have her on a boat again going back. Uh... Because we have a lot of stuff going on in the last couple episodes, it seems like. Because I, I, uh, they pushed back the Faith 
and uh, versus the Lannisters and Tyrells, like they kind of diffused that whole thing, which was a surprise. I I honestly expected them to have like a showdown, <laughs> some sort of showdown. Me too. Yeah, uh, but the High Sparrow won that one. I can't imagine that he's gonna like keep going in the next season though. So I I think that they are probably gonna, you know, finish that plot line. Uh, in the last couple episodes. Do you think Jamie's going to leave? Yeah, they, they already showed clips of him yeah, uh, going to uh, the Riverland. So it, it looks like he is leaving. And that was a plot from the book that they, they hadn't done yet. Um, whether or not he stays there, of course, I don't Explaining know. that that was an incest you know, the, to my mom, that was really weird. <laughs> her, her and Cersei, him and Cersei. Yeah, because she's kind of just there in the room watching. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's it's been so long. Like I've just kind of gotten used to it, you know. Like in the in the pilot when they first revealed that they're like having sex with each other, it was like ooh, like that's weird. And then like now, six years later, it's just like oh yeah, it's just Jamie and Cersei. Like you know what? Yeah, I mean? it kind of grosses me out still. <laughs> Especially how so they're so like so like into each other intense. Yeah. Which is interesting because in the books they have been pushing further and further apart. So the show is kind of deviating on that. So they're they're like super into each other still and. And it looks yeah. like uh, Marjorie Queen Marjorie is is believing in the faith now. I'm sure she's faking. You like, think so? Like, I don't know, I, man. They showed her in the last episode being, like, totally playing him. Like, he, like she was saying what he wanted to hear so she could go see her brother. Yeah. So I think she's doing it again to get out. I don't know what her plan is. I mean, she got herself out, but she's got to get Loras out somehow. And getting the king with the faith must somehow be a part of it. Is she um, going to kill the king? Someone's probably gonna kill the king. Like, there's He's no such a way. wimp. Yeah, there's no way Tommen survives <laughs> this series. I'm guessing that he's not gonna survive this season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, like I'm kind of surprised he's still alive at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess they're probably saving that for the end of the season. Because mm-hmm. uh, as soon as that happens, you're gonna have like madness in King's Landing again. Yeah. Um, still though they, they could actually save it for next season because uh, each year the king has died on Game of Thrones so I don't know if they want to continue that trend they might hold off because season 1 it was Robert Baratheon season 2 Renly Baratheon season 3 Rob Stark season 4 Joffrey Baratheon season 5 Stannis Baratheon and then season six is Balon Greyjoy. So they could hold off. I hope they don't. Like, I feel like... Probably not. It's called Game of Thrones. Yeah. I feel like they're they're taking this plot line, like, a little long. <laughs> I mean, it's not like any of the scenes are boring or anything, but it's just like, oh my god, like, just kill these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and when the... Well, and then when Sam brings the wildling, his girlfriend, or is that his wife? Yeah. Basically his wife. Yeah. I mean, they're not technically married, but basically, yeah. I like that she and stood he, up She stood up for him. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I really liked his, his mother and, uh, and sister. They were really nice. And then uh, it's kind of fun because I've seen the, the brother and the dad on other, sh- on other stuff. So uh, his brother is... Uh, the guy Hermione took to uh, the party in the sixth Harry Potter film, and uh, he kept trying to like make out with her, and then she ran away. Um, and then he vomited on sh- Snape's shoes. Um, <laughs> Freddy? Then, Freddy Stroma? Yeah. He was Cormac McClagan. Okay. Um, and then the guy, the dad... I want to say was on Da Vinci's Demons as the Pope. Um, Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm I don't not. know, man. I haven't seen Da Vinci's Demons. Or Ancient I'm, Aliens. 
Don't bother. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually really like Da Vinci's Demons. Like, the first two seasons, I was kind of into it. It's super soapy. But then season three, I was just like, oh, God. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> so they ended up taking the Valerian Steel Sword. Yes. Thank God. I was, yeah. I was like, please do that. Um, I mean, they could continue that plot line and have Sam's dad try and track him down, but... Let these dogs in. Hang yeah, on. but... I... <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I was still recording, you're just walking away. Alright. <laughs> um... I edit it down. <laughs> but they took the, they took the sword... Yeah, they took the sword. They could, in theory, have uh, the dad try and track them down. But I don't think they will, because they've been kind of streamlining everything this season, and I feel like that would just be another detour. I mean, they might do it, but I feel like they have so much other stuff going on that they really don't need it. And, let's face it, he's going to get away with the sword. Like, I mean, obviously he, he's going to need it for when the White Walkers attack, mm -hmm. and he's probably going to use it against one. He's already killed one. So, I mean, you know, I, th I think that's where that's going. Either that or he's going to get it to another character who will use it. But it's not going to be his dad. Like, it's not going to return to them. Yeah. They wouldn't have even talked about it. Like, they were going to lose it. Let's see. Walter, no, Walter Frey, I guess. I, I, I was kind of confused on the Walter yeah, Frey Walter thing. Um, he came He's back. He's just kind of pissed off about what happened. Held, uh, he he had held the uh, the Eerie, uh, which is um, the castle, the, the Tully castle, and the, it looks like uh, the Blackfish who survived the wedding, the Red Wedding, uh, has taken it back. Okay. So now they're going to use um, uh, I don't remember Edmure <laughs> Edmure uh, Tully. They're going to use him as as a kind of go between and a bargaining chip to try and get the the Eerie back. Um, and Jamie has been sent to kind of help out in that. Uh, since they brought Walter Frey back, it, it seems like they're probably going to kill him this season. Yeah, that would be would my think. guess. I don't know why else. Yeah, I don't know why else they would go to him because they they haven't for two seasons. Yeah. So, I think that was just kind of. He a, looks exactly the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was just kind of like a reminder of who this is, because um, he's only been on four episodes, three episodes, four now. Um, but the only three before this, because it was introducing him and making the deal, the Red Wedding, the aftermath of the Red Wedding, and then we didn't see him yeah. again for two years. What an impact, though. Yeah. He was he was a good character. I like I like that actor. He is on, um, he's on FX's The Strain as, like, a Van Helsing-type character. Oh, really? And he's the only part of the show that I actually enjoyed. I watched the first season... And then I stopped. <laughs> but they always, I they always had cool posters. Yeah, they do have cool posters, but the show is... I just thought it was really... Mediocre! Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I read the first two books, and I thought they were better. But I didn't continue to the third one, so... <laughs> <laughs> so then, we, I think we talked about it last time, the, uh, the Braun storyline, but it was a nice surprise... We mentioned the character, the uncle, yeah, from season one. But we, I, I thought it was gonna be the Ian McShane uh, character, but then it didn't sound like him. Yeah. So I mean, then I was like, oh, maybe it's somebody. And then it was the the uncle, and I was like, oh snap. Well, what was fun about it too was he's basically cold hands from the book, so the show. Uh, Martin has said like that Cold Hands is not Benjamin in the books, but on the show they were kind of just like he is. So that was kind of So funny. was he just kind of waiting for his moment to show up? It seems like it, yeah. <laughs> um it was it was a little weird. They do they don't do character introductions the best on Game of Thrones. Like they sometimes like realize characters need to be there and it's important that they're there now and so then they just throw them in. Whereas the books, it's a lot more like, here is, like, 
20 characters and like two of them will become important at some point further down so you better have been paying attention to them <laughs> <laughs> like uh Bruce Bolton is in it for a, a while in the books uh before um before he ends up stabbing Rob Stark to death and he has on the show uh before that but not like hugely prominent until that point then that's why sometimes I'm like, who who was that again? I had to think about like what happened. Yeah, and, yeah. It. I mean, honestly, it's just a lot of rewatching for me because I uh, I didn't read the books for the first two seasons, so mm-hmm. like I thought uh, John, Theon, and Rob were the same person briefly in season one, and I was like, how the hell is he like moving all around like that? Attractive men. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now I look back and I'm like, wow, like, I can't even believe I thought that, because they're so different, but... So you think Bran uh, Bran is protected now? Uh, I mean, they're probably, they might have another chase scene or two, like, getting him somewhere, but I I don't think he's going to die. I don't think they would spend this long setting him up and, uh having all that shit happen to have him escape and then like kill him so whatever the case I think he's safe for right now he might die before the end of the series but I think we have some time with him anyway and then we have Khaleesi yes who's running for, running for president now yeah <laughs> she's been campaigning now you know yeah. she, she's nude and now she's got her dragon Yes, Who's ex- she announced she's going to Westeros. That was the yeah. end of the episode. I was kind of surprised uh, that they did it then, because uh, I sort of figured that she would put Marine to rights first and then announce that she's going to go to Westeros. But they, because she said herself, they don't have any ships, in it, and I, I don't know how she would know that like the ships were burned, but they were burned, so like she doesn't yeah. have any ships back there. Um which I guess is how they're setting up, like, Euron going to come in and, like, she might actually listen to him. Uh, which I thought was weird, because he's, like, full-on misogynist. Um, so <laughs> I thought that she would honestly just kill him, like, but... Which she might still do. She might. Like, it, but... He may yeah. not, you know, he may cross her or something. Or... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they're going to handle it, um... But there's definitely going to be some sort of violence in Marine because they show clips in the trailers of, like, a blast coming into the, the pyramid. Um, so, although Tyrion seems to have put everything, like, in order, that that's not going to hold for very long, I don't think. Unless it was the dragons getting out. Yeah. Could they walk through there? They might be too big now. I don't know. Like, the door seems really tiny. Like, yeah. I don't know. They might have to, like, break out through a wall exactly. or something. Uh, which would be kind of cool. Um, but, I mean, so they're going to leave Marine this season, it seems like. Like, that's where they're they're heading. They really do need something big to happen in Marine. Like, the biggest thing that's happened in Marine so far is... Um, the, the Dance of Dragons episode from last year where they had the assassination attempt on her and then she left on the dragon back. And even that wasn't, like, that huge. I mean, it was cool, like, they made the whole stadium. It was a huge setup. Yeah, it was a huge setup, but it wasn't, like, as big an event as it should be. Like, we need something bigger than that to end Marine and then kind of move on. So I think there's got to be some sort of full-on battle coming. Um... And there was kind of in the books, but I don't know if they're going to... Well, or at least they were setting up toward that. And I don't know if they're going to go in the exact same direction, but they might. Um, I don't know. They could go in, what, in a couple different ways. They're definitely doing it, setting up for Winterfell. It looks like they try and reason with Ramsay next week, which seems stupid on their part. Like, there's no way he's going <laughs> to... There's no way he's going to listen to them. Uh... What do you think of Sansa possibly dating a woman? I'd be fine with that. That's fine with me. Yeah. I I thought I just thought it was interesting that the uh, what's her name? She mentioned it. 
Yeah, she did. She talked about um, with Arya, a romance with Arya. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I was. Are they blood related? I, yeah, they are. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, so it would be like, all right, well, I mean, I guess. I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have incest in other places on the yeah. show, and it would be, it would be less disturbing than Jamie and Cersei. So I mean, but, but I, I think uh, they and the like this the picture they used for the story uh, was her and Marjorie, and I was like, I would see her and Marjorie like way more than her and Arya. Um, yeah. <laughs> of of romances, I I like the uh, the Wildling and Gwendolyn Christie's character. Yeah. Yeah, those, those, was, uh, have fun. you seen those gifts? <laughs> I haven't seen any gifts, no. but uh, I definitely <laughs> noticed it was, it was so funny. I'll send you a couple. Yeah, that look he gave her, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm tall, you're tall. <laughs> Let us fuck. <laughs> well, that and the bear thing, because uh, he, he said he's, he claimed to mm. slip the bear. Mm-hmm. He also claimed that it bit off part of his penis. Um, and then, um, or clawed off or whatever. Um, and then she had the whole bear thing in season three, uh, with the wooden sword. Something uncommon. In the pit. Yeah. So, you know, they both, uh, had. He has a bitten off penis and, and she bites off ears. Uh, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, as you would. <laughs> I just remember uh, swipe right. <laughs> I just remember before season four came out, uh, they did like a making of video or whatever, and uh, she uh, comes up to the camera and she's like, "This year, I get to bite off someone's ear." She's so I strange, was, man. I was like, she seems like so fucking crazy, you know. On the Star Wars press tours, she was a little nuts too. <laughs> Yeah, and she had nothing to do with it. I was like, you have seven minutes screen time or whatever, you know, like, or less. Seven minutes? I don't even know. Way less. I would have said, like, a minute and a half. I don't know, but she was like, yes, my character is so great for females. She better do something in episode Like, honestly. I read an article that she might lose an arm in episode eight. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if she's still alive. Well, I mean, yeah. It shouldn't, she was in the compactor. And... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like last time we were talking about how did they get out of the planet. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about the same thing. But there was people. there was a rumor. I saw an article yesterday about Rogue One needing reshoots because Disney didn't think it was as good as it should be. So they might be doing expensive reshoots in July. But I don't know if it's true. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know, they they should, um, the thing that got me most excited about Rogue One was that Darth Vader and Boba Fett were going to be in it, so if they're not in it, like, a ton, like, put them in it as much as possible. It's simple, know? I think they should do, like, a Bourne-type thing, where it's, like, a chase, Darth Vader's chasing these rogue agents that are trying to get the yeah, Death Star plans. Yeah. That would be an awesome movie. That would be, yeah. Because we definitely get to see Darth Vader... Kick some ass for once. Besides episode yeah. three. <laughs> Where he's kicking young, younglings ass. But, you know, we want to see him in costume using his full potential. At least I do. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, he's in the force and choke yeah, holding yeah, a bunch I, of people I, I and never, killing waves yeah. upon waves of, of rebels. Yeah, we haven't really seen no, him. No, we haven't. I mean, we see him fight Luke a couple times, but we don't really see him, like, the full extent of his powers. You know, like, I mean... That's why I'm excited about episode 8, because we might see Luke's, like, what his powers have grown to. Yeah, yeah, that is, that's true. And, uh, they have the Darth Vader comics going on right now, it's supposed to be really good. Oh. Which, uh, I guess, it's basically just, it's right... I think it's before Empire. Oh, so between New Hope and Empire? Maybe, yeah. Something like that. 
Maybe it's before New Hope, I'm not sure. But it's kind of like that, where he's getting missions from the Emperor, and he's doing his business, you know. I haven't read it yet, but it's, I heard it's pretty fucking epic. Yeah, he's doing, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in he's the suit. He's gotta, right? Um, like, I mean, and uh, the, yeah. he's gotta do his business in the suit. Like, there's no other way. And the other Star Wars storyline, the Skywalker storyline, is after Jedi, which is kind of cool. Oh, okay. I haven't jumped into so, that yet. All right. So, and, and they're all like, canon for the movies. Yeah. I do hope that they go into what, like, more what happened with uh, Luke's Jedi school and Kylo Ren in the movies rather than just in the comics. Yeah, me uh, too. Because that, that's pretty interesting, and I... They kind of showed a clip of that in the, uh, the like, uh, um, when she touches the lightsaber and she has the trippy dream sequence. Um... So they kind of, I, I mean, I'm assuming that that scene is what that was. Um, but I would like an actual, like, scene scene. Yeah. <laughs> or at least, like, Luke telling the story to somebody. Well, did I talk about the ru- the uh, rumored scene last time? No, at least I don't think so. Okay. Well, I get, apparently, do you want me to talk about it? Sure. <laughs> There's a rumor. Yeah, why not? Where they found out where Luke's island is. So the Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren come to the island. Luke obliterates the Knights of Ren. And Kylo goes off to fight Rey again because he's pissed off about last time. That he got the, she got the best of him. Yeah. So anyways, and then, and then apparently it turns into like... Luke is just obliterating the Knights of Ren left and right with his powers. And then uh, Luke has to save Rey. And then there's like a... And like Kylo runs away when he sees Luke or something like that. Uh, that's that's just a rumored scene that they were filming, but it sounds badass. It does. Like tons of, I guess there was like tons of crane, like tons of wiring and stuff. And oh, okay. And there's also another scene where Luke is meditating and he has a vision of the two moons on Tatooine. So it's kind of like his Zen place, I guess. I don't know, but I kind of want to see Luke's like what's going on with Luke too, because he seems like he's pissed off and conflicted. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and it seemed like, because uh, he doesn't take the lightsaber right away, so it's like... Right. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't really want to go back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, God damn it. <laughs> they found me. <laughs> God damn it, R2. <laughs> yeah, R2. So, it's still kind of weird that he was just asleep the whole time. And it was convenient for the no plot. Reason. Yeah. Whatever. I still like the movie. Oh yeah. We're, we're just gonna talk about Force Awakens like every time I know. we do a podcast, now, aren't we? I haven't watched. Yeah, Retur- I haven't watched Fall of the Jedi yet that you made. Your cut of the prequels. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Whenever you do, then we'll talk about that next podcast. Yeah, I plan on it. Oh, I I don't know soon, but I I it works. The link works for me. All right. Cool. Again. Uh, so I put the link up for anyone who wants to watch it uh, who's listening to this podcast I saw that and then, yeah uh, I think you retweeted it so they yeah they, so they just go to the, the uh, link and and put the password in yeah yeah the password is die jar jar die okay. uh, you need the link because I put the password on it doesn't show up in my videos otherwise you could have just uh, googled Vimeo and me but, um, <laughs> right. But so, yeah, uh, so you need that link. Um, I guess maybe I'll post it again. Like, yeah, I'll retweet it again it. with the password. Um, but yeah, so that, that's that. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. I, I think it turned out pretty good. It I was kind it. of, well, I, I skimmed through it and I'm delighted with some of the stuff you did. <laughs> I mean, I went to like certain parts of it. I didn't see the, Kylo Ren part yet, but I saw the uh, funeral at the end. The music you used. It's pretty sweet. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. I didn't want to tell you about it. Cause I, I know, I know, I know. I kind of wanted you to like just be sitting there and then it happened and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, I like how you just went for it. Fuck it, you know? Yeah, well, I was sitting there and I was like, 
it's 45 minutes or so, like, after the battle on Mustafar. And it's like, that's way too long. Like, let's wrap this up. <laughs> and, I, I don't know, when, uh, we, we both have Star Wars Battlefronts, so then when we play, we do uh, Spotify the uh, thing. So I put uh, Black Star on. Oh, yeah. And uh, so that was kind of where I got the idea. I was like, Huh, David Bowie and uh, Star Wars go together surprisingly well. Especially the Black Star <laughs> album is pretty good. Pretty uh, yeah, trippy. Yeah, yeah. And sci fi. Yeah, uh, definitely. It is very sci fi, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I might as well say because we've been going around it. I took um, Lazarus by David Bowie over the final scene. I was going to tease it for them to watch it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm sure there's more nuggets in there. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of inside jokes that we have, which is nice. Yeah. I already told, pretty, pretty much everyone else I told it about, I already told them oh, about yeah. it. But, yeah, I was trying to hide it from you, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to make sure that it worked. Like, I was just skimming through it, and then I started playing part. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I sometimes just sit and, like, just watch that sequence again. Because I, I really like how it turned out. That's it my fits. favorite part of it. Um, Definitely fits. Yeah, I thought it fits surprisingly well. Um, so I was like, all right. Let's... <laughs> I tried to uh, put different, uh, like, it, like um, I've got scars that can't be healed. Is over Vader. Um, I don't know, I just like, uh, by the time I went to New York and then it's the mask coming down. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, man. Well done. Yeah. When I first did it, I used uh, the the music video audio, which is like two minutes shorter. Oh, uh, really? Then I went in and I, I used the uh, the actual track. And so then I added two minutes to that sequence. Nice. I think you're going to like our sketch, though. It turned out pretty fun. <laughs> Oh man! I gave my parents the link and uh, the password, and I was like, and then we put us. Uh, me and Daniel came up with a sketch at the end. I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but uh, definitely watch that bit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, was there anything else that we didn't cover? Um, we talked about Game of Thrones. Um, we covered pretty much everything. We covered the sparrows, Arya, Bran. What else did they fucking do this week? Uh, Danny. Mm. I don't think they did anything else. It was pretty much yeah. Just, it was definitely a slower episode. Um, but I I thought it was good. Still very important uh, moments so. though. Yeah. The door was definitely my favorite this year. Definitely. So far. Um, There's four more? Uh, yes, four more. We were kind of right because it, it referred to Danny and her Blood Riders. It referred to several family reunions um, slash characters being brought back. Um, True. What's the next yeah. one called? Uh, the Broken Man. That sounds like uh, Sir Jorah. A little bit. Could be Sir Jorah. I know I it's going to have multiple. Be... It's, yeah, it's probably going to have multiple meanings, but I think it's probably going to refer to the Hound. Oh, really? I, I think this is the Ian McShane episode. I think that's what it is. That's my guess. He's going to be um, with the Hound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian McShane basically like dropped the ball on that one. I actually did a whole article on it when, when he, like, talked about, like, he gave hints that I think he thought were vague, but, like, anyone who had read the books and, like, knew enough about it was like, oh, so you're this character. Like, <laughs> I remember he didn't really care. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> he was like, I already, I already did it, like, they already paid me. I'm only on one episode, so fuck it. Like, Always yeah. on one episode, okay. Yeah, yeah, he said he's only on one episode, so, um, 
that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to kill him, but like yeah. that probably means he won't be back like ever. Especially um, now. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, even there was um, the one uh, call that uh, Danny meets like first. Um, this season was apparently going to have more stuff going on. And then um, he, he had the leaked page. He uh, took a picture, and in the picture you can see on his iPad is the script. Uh, and so that so he accidentally leaked the page, and they kind of cut down his role a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to get uh, Batman Rebirth tomorrow, the first issue. Oh, nice. I wonder if it's going to have anything included with the the Watchmen. I don't, I don't know. Probably not. Um, Probably not yet. I don't know. It could go either way. But it's fine, it kind of funny. Um, I sent you the, the, a direct message of the tweet. Yeah, was that, that, is that Alan that? Moore coming back as a writer? Or is he just saying, I'm fucking with uh, Batman now? I think he was saying he was pissed. Oh, um, really? Alan, Alan Moore says, I'm going to spit venom at them. I think that he's pissed that they're using his characters. Because... They technically own the characters. Yeah. But, like, I mean, they've never used them with things that he hasn't approved yet. <laughs> Man, I read that wrong. I was optimistic. Yeah, I. That's how I read it. I. I'm not entirely sure because um, you never know with Alan Moore. Uh, he. He is kind of. He's kind of a weird like relationship with. Um, DC. The major comic houses. Yeah, and uh, the people who make his films. Vertigo. Or um, oh yeah. Yeah, well, he was so pissed off about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that he had his name taken off of all subsequent um, movies of his work. So if you actually watch V for Vendetta, he's not credited in it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I heard he hated just, all those movie adaptations. Yeah, which I understand for some of them, but uh, V for Vendetta, I thought, was probably the best of his adaptions so far. Um, I thought it was the return of Alan Moore. I was like, oh, man, he's going to, like write a couple issues of this like that would be so awesome i i kind of doubt it he, he yeah. publishes his own stuff now like i mean he has a small publishing thing um and i mean he's still writing like a lot uh but i don't and i don't think he's gonna do anything with Watchmen ever again. yeah the spoilers but, was the at the yeah, end of kinda... at the end of rebirth issue one last week batman discovers that the Watchmen are involved somehow uh, uh, yeah, he finds the comedian's, uh, the, the smiley face butt covered in blood that, uh, is the first shot of Watchmen. And the whole rebirth issue is about time, too, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, so it, it seems they're probably going to intersect with the, the Watchmen timeline, because they've never existed in the same universe as Batman and Superman, like, the, uh, the superheroes in Watchmen sometimes Mick like Night Owl is very similar to Batman um but they they don't like they don't exist in the same universe so it seems like they're crossing over I, now I think it's um, a good move for DC but if they do it right but but yeah, I could see that Alan Moore obviously. I could see how Alan Moore might be pissed off about it now, <laughs> now, now that you say well, that apparently he apparently he's stopped watching his oh, um, adaptions like he doesn't watch them anymore he's just like give me the money like I don't I don't want to see him yeah um which is interesting because he's probably he's at the point now where he probably could have like a ton of creative control in it if he really wanted to like he could put that in any contract that he wanted mm -hmm. and I'm sure they would be cool with it probably would be better um like uh from hell good god like big <laughs> They cast Johnny Depp. Like, if you go and look at a, a photo of the character he's playing in, in the comic, it's just like this fat middle-aged guy. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, like um, who saw that frame and thought Johnny Depp? <laughs> Johnny Depp, blockbuster. Allison looking through looking glass bombs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it always does. It did bomb. Yes. Uh, that's it's kind of a surprise. I thought it would do okay. Well, I don't know why it came out the same week as X-Men. But... Yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, who's going to see? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the first one was okay. I didn't hate it like some people do. Um, I haven't hated a lot of his movies uh, that other Yeah, you've been, been like. a depth supporter, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I really Minus like Lone show. Ranger and Black Mass. Yeah, well, Black Mass, he gave a great performance. Yeah, like, well, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, it just the movie the was script terrible. Um, Lone Ranger, too. I thought he did pretty good. I mean, like, he shouldn't have been Tonto. Uh, he should have been <laughs> the Lone Ranger. I know why he chose to be Tonto, but he should have been the Lone Ranger because he totally outshined uh, the other guy. Uh, I forget uh, his name. Yeah, Ari Ar- um, Ar- or some shit. Yeah. Ar- Archie. Yeah. Archie Hammer or something. <laughs> yeah. That movie was so weird because it like shifts in tone from like campy, oh, I want to like, believe, uh, lighthearted, to Once Upon a Time in the West, and I was like, guys, these tones don't mix. Choose one. I would go for Once Upon a Time in the West because I like Leone, but Sergio Leone, but yeah. uh, <laughs> man, so, I, I I watched uh, Good Bad and Ugly last night. It was great. Uh, I have the remastered Blu-ray. It's, really, it's nice. I recently uh, watched the extended version of Once Upon a Time in America, which oh, was yeah, yeah. like four and a half hours. How was that? It was really good. It was epic. Um, that one is an interestingly structured movie. Uh, and I don't want to say too much, but because uh, I think you would probably like it if you watched it. Yeah, I need to watch it. But the first time I watched it, I was like, the ending is so weird. And then I watched it again, and I was like, I kind of, I think I get what he, he's saying here. Um, so, it, yeah, it's not what you would expect from a, like, crime epic. Like, it definitely subverts the genre and, like, what you're expecting mm-hmm. from it. Um, and also then the, 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 the time jumps. It's set in three different time periods, and they kind of just flow through them at random. <laughs> it's like a Godfather 2 effect. You haven't seen that one. But... I haven't seen that Basically, one. Basically, De Niro plays the younger uh, Yeah, Brando. yeah. I, I know they do the flashback. Yeah. I just, I haven't seen it. But they do, like, they just cut between those time periods and, I don't yeah. know, it's, it's a slog. It's kind of boring. <laughs> I definitely like Once Upon a Time in America better than the first Godfather. I saw that one. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't that into it. Uh, I had trouble differentiating the characters, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I might have heard of it. There's definitely a ton of iconic scenes from The Godfather, but I just right. didn't think... Oh, I heard the book is great. Yeah, I heard the book is great, too. I picked it up for free from the Iliad, so... Oh, no shit? And their, yeah. their free book collection? Yeah, it was just in their bin outside. That's a good, good deal, shit. Yeah. Why not? I was like, well, I mean, it's free. Might as well take it. I mean, I have way too many books, um, but (laughs) not a bad thing. Is there such a thing? They're so cheap. They're so cheap. It's awesome. All right, man. Last time I went there, I got... uh, Go ahead. I got it. Hellboy? uh, Hellboy and uh, from the same author, Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's like... Just telling the movie comics. And I was oh, like, really? Alright, I didn't know this existed. But it is cheap enough that I will get it. <laughs> Apparently, Mike McNullen was a creative consultant on some of it. Which kind of makes sense, because a lot of it looks kind of comic Nice. Um, and you don't have to hear Keanu Reeves talk. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Coppola. Keanu yeah, Keanu Reeves' Jonathan Harker was, like, a, a huge mistake. I don't know who decided that. Um, but, like, everybody else is like, okay, I see, like, why you would choose them for this role, and then it's like, wait, <laughs> Keanu Reeves plays an English man in the Victorian era. What? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And he's going to have all of these scenes like with Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins. 
Jeez. Yeah, I remember watching that with you. It was insane. Yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of over the top. Uh, um, but, I, I don't know, I, I still kind of like it. It, it has, It's a little cheesy, but... <laughs> there was a, uh, I don't remember, I can't remember what I was saying. Um, yeah, I think that's, right. that'll do it for episode three. Yes, that is, this has been the Nerd Files with Tom and Dan. Give I us a, Tom yep. he's at Tom Vlasic, I'm at Poly Pictures on Twitter. Check out the Fall of Jedi, cut, edited yeah. by Tom Vlasic. Comment, subscribe, thanks for listening. We'll, we'll, uh, yes. t- we'll, we'll tune in next time on the Nerd Files. Yeah. I don't know. Cover, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we'll probably cover the next Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, Apocalypse. Assuming you've seen I'll try to see that, yes. Um, I might see the lobster. I, ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That looks weird. Yeah. Um, Depend, yeah. It depends on when we record. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. this probably right. we might even do one before the Game of Thrones episode. We'll see, but uh, yeah. Until then, peace out. <laughs>